Hey guys, welcome back to OCO Social Impact Podcast, where we are here to equip today's social impact leaders one day at a time. In today's video, we're going to be talking about uh, areas where the social sector could use a facelift. And when I am talking about the social sector, I am focusing on your everyday nonprofits, NGOs, and other social enterprises that engage with social impact work. We know that situations such as COVID-19 and even the 2008 economic recession really shifted the landscape for uh, our social sector. And like most periods throughout history, you know, there's an ebb and flow in how things go. So we have uh, moments of economic downturn and then we eventually bounce back to where everyone is thriving and doing well again. But as I've been a part of this sector for the last 10 years and just engaging in work from more of the programmatic and volunteer aspect, I think that there are some things that we can consider and should consider as we are entering into a new age when it comes to how we engage with the work that we do. The social sector plays a key role in reaching some of the most vulnerable populations and attempting to solve some of the most complex issues in the United States as well as across the world. While the social sector is at a unique conjuncture, the social sector is reliant heavily upon regulations from different levels of government as well as some key things that happen within the private industry and other sectors um, within the workforce space. And so what's unique is that though the social sector does a lot of the heavy lifting with sometimes limited resources, we are still highly dependent and interconnected with the different industries that we engage with to further the mission of the work that we do respective to our organization. And since the mid to late 1700s, we know that throughout history, giving and the nonprofit space has been very critical to the fiberate to the fabric of what it means to be an American, what it means to be a cheerful giver, and different things like that. Yet, I see that throughout my experience and just as I'm engaging with my colleagues, we are running into the same revolving doors every time we come out of a economic crisis or you know a situation that really impacted you know our state or our nation such as COVID-19 or the 2008 recession we always find that there are many doors that are closed for nonprofits because they do not have the organizational capacity or the funding or the partnerships that are necessary to engage in the work that they do. And so today I want to talk about some key areas where I believe the social sector needs a facelift as we are engaging in the work that we do. And I want to be clear, I understand that like any systematic structure, there are many layers that are interconnected with the social sector space. And when I talk about social sector, I am specifically talking about your local nonprofits and your NGOs and other social enterprise organizations that seek to propel a mission of serving others. And so what that looks like for different organizations is different, but there are some things that a lot of key leaders are talking about that I want to share here um, as we delve into this conversation. So the first area that I want to talk about, which is a no-brainer, is the financial acumen and innovation of the social sector. I shared in one of my latest podcasts that 
80% of nonprofits get most of their revenue from individual donors. This is a problem. This is something that um, should not be. When you are thinking about running a nonprofit, of course, there will always be a level of uh, individual donations that will come in, but I drive this home every time just about I create a podcast episode. It is very important to make sure that you are thinking about how to diversify your portfolio. I was reading the recent Salesforce uh, study that came out that talked about uh, digital mature uh, nonprofits and different things around that topic. And one of the leaders talked about how a lot of uh, nonprofit leaders, they want to be innovative. They want to engage with, you know, figuring out how to bring in revenue, yet they continue to operate on the same traditional modalities and models to bring in funding. And they said within the report that it's important to not only have passion and engage with people and learning how to do the programming and things like that, but you need to have a level of business expertise so that you can think about how to effectively scale based on the needs of your organization. And this is something that I've been talking about since day one. If COVID-19 wasn't a wake-up call for a lot of leaders, then what would be the wake-up call? There are so many nonprofits that had to close doors or turn away individuals because they did not have the organizational capacity or the financial resources to do the things that they needed to do. And when you're in the marketplace, some of these things are inevitable, but I want to challenge you guys to think about how we are engaging with different sources of funding. Studies have shown that since the pandemic, grant makers and local foundations that are giving out sources of funding to nonprofit leaders and NGOs, they are heightening the uh, requirements to get the grants. And so it is becoming more difficult um, to receive grants, but they're also increasing the regulations on those dollars. And so that is another level that is limiting to our nonprofit leaders. And so I want to think about uh, a business model and I want you guys to think with me as we are proposing solutions because we're all in this together and trying to figure out through our expertise and experiences, what is it that we can do to think about how we can be more innovative in the social sector space when it comes to how we deliver our services and offer our programs for these people that are in need. The second point that I want to talk about, uh, which is a no-brainer, but it's still interesting to see that this is still something that's not uh, fairly implemented, is coalition and collaboration. I talk about this point as well. Um, At the local level, when I engage with your everyday nonprofits that are doing community-based work, a lot of them are long-standing. It is so important to engage with other nonprofit NGO leaders to maximize impact. And I think that we are coming on some times where you're going to have to either engage 
with other leaders and you know partner with certain services or you may not be able to effectively run your operations as normal people are already talking about a new variant of a disease coming out um, the economic downturn or this uh, semi-recession if you will that we are currently in coming out of 2020 till about 2023 um, there is a lot of different environmental factors that are going on and it seems based on some feedback that I'm receiving as well as the reports that I'm reading a lot of nonprofits are being left wayside and one thing that is hindering us I believe as a sector is we don't really engage with each other effectively as we should we have all of these meetings with our board of directors with different donors and you know other stakeholders that hold us accountable but when it comes to engaging in the actual work that we do day in and day out a lot of us tend to operate alone some of the most successful and effective nonprofits that may not even have a network of a million dollars but they're still effective in the work that they do are those that figure out how to strategically connect with other leaders for example, there is a local nonprofit in my state that collaborates with um, a local university to provide resources for undergraduate students. And through this program, students are able to be exposed to what it's like being on campus, how to uh, apply for college, how to engage in other professional development activities. And this uh, program is an extension of the services that this nonprofit already offers. And the university is actually paying for the services. The nonprofit isn't coming out of pocket really for anything. And so, of course, this is just one example, but there are 12 students whose lives are being changed through this program because they are able to effectively engage with the nonprofit services as well as leverage those resources and services at the university level. The final point that I want to talk about in this video is capacity building. Um, I think that a lot of nonprofit leaders, especially your local uh, community organizations, really need to think about restructuring how we do the work that we do. In my experience, a lot of uh, times I've engaged with different nonprofit leaders, they have their staff wearing multiple hats. So you have one that's doing finances, but she's also the volunteer coordinator. Then you have a program manager that is operating different aspects of a specific program um, that may be a little bit too much for them to handle, especially when they have a caseload of different students or families that they're engaging with. And this is what's causing this uh, high level of burnout um, within the employees because most times these people are coming into the work that they do not to make money but to make impact but you have to be mindful of how your organization is structured so that people do not feel overwhelmed and do not get to the point of burnout capacity building is not just about you know structuring and how you do things for your organization but it's all about uh, scaling as well how do you engage in effective scaling how do you engage in shifting the needs of the organization to be more adept to what's going on in the world we are on the rise of being a fully technological driven society 
Um, it's always been here, but I believe in the next few years, it's gonna be more rapid with the rise of uh, the artificial intelligence industry um, and generative AI and machine learning and all the things that comes with that. And these are wonderful tools, um, but they're new, they're novel, and they're going to revolutionize the industry as we know it. And studies have also shown by 2030, um, the World Health Organization, McKinsey and Company, and so many other organizations, PwC, they have all done different studies saying that a huge chunk, over a million people will have to either reskill or some upskill the current skill sets that they have because of the implementation of uh, this artificial intelligence in different forms of you know, organizations in the nonprofit space is not exempt. These technologies will continue to advance and as industry leaders are creating different services and platforms for us to better engage with artificial intelligence in its different forms, these processes of technology will help us to automate things that may be mundane for us in our daily activities as we're operating in the social impact space giving us the opportunity to leverage um, more impact and focusing more on people. So to wrap up this video, these are the three key areas that we talked about today that I want us to think about um, long term when it comes to meeting the needs of those that we serve. The first area is the financial acumen and innovative ways of thinking when it comes to operating a nonprofit. The second point that we talked about today is coalition building and collaborative partnerships. It's important to make sure that you are engaging with those that are doing similar work as yourself and figuring out ways to strategically maximize their services, programs, and opportunities as well as your own. And then the final point is thinking about capacity building for your organization. Think long term about what it is that your organization envisions. How is it that you want to structure your organization? How do you want to engage with scaling? How do you want to navigate building a staff that can handle the uh, responsibilities related to their job descriptions and so on? It is important that these three main areas are thought about so that when uh, the things that are coming ahead will be, we will be prepared for the things that are coming ahead of us and we won't continue to walk around this revolving door of, okay, money is tight, money is tight, staff is leaving, uh, we are struggling in this area and that area, but how do we bridge the passion for serving to a business perspective, a more business-like mindset? Um, where we are thinking more strategically about how we engage with the work that we do. And I understand that, again, the sole responsibility of a nonprofit is to engage in providing services and not necessarily operating as a business. However, I would position to say that there are some things that in the business perspective, in the private sector, that we can think about engaging in so that we can maximize the impact of social impact leaders. So I hope and pray that this video was helpful for you guys. Um, please like, share, subscribe, or follow, depending on the platform that you're engaging in. I hope that this content is helpful. And if there are any uh, other topics that you guys want me to talk about on this channel, please let me know. I am more than happy to do so if the time permits. But until next time, try to make the world a better place today.